people can't get enough of the Stouting Off podcast. Tune in each Monday as Drew and Jordan spout off commentary on the everyday. The Stouting Off podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. E2I Design uses technology to educate, empower, and inspire throughout the country. By way of innovative lighting, video, and sound systems, E2I Design has been changing the corporate worship experience for over two decades. For more, go to e2idesign.com. All right, Motor City, here we go. It's time for another one. Motor City, it's your DJ, Brett coming. Here we go, Motor City. You know who I am. Good to have you with me again. This is the Motor City HDJ Podcast with your DJ, Brett Cummins. Welcome back to the Motor City HDJ Podcast. It is I, your DJ, Brett Cummins. Happy holidays, Motor City. A much different holiday season this year. Much different. And I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of missed the running around. It was a weird, surreal holiday season, but that's okay. Didn't get to be with everybody I wanted to face-to-face. But, you know, FaceTime was, uh, was big in making sure that we were able to see each other. So I'm really excited about that. I think the the thing for me is that it's the anxiety of running around, right? <laughs> running around at holiday time, it's the anxiety that makes the holidays worth it for me. So I missed that. Hopefully you had a great holiday, whatever you celebrate. Um, happy Hanukkah to all of you. Merry Christmas to all of you. Of course, we are in the middle of Kwanzaa right now. So happy of uh, happiest of the holidays to you. And uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. You know, the holidays in quarantine weren't so bad, but definitely different. Hopefully, we don't have to do it like this next year. So that's the that's the biggest concern I have. This is my year in review episode of the podcast. However, there's not much to review. 2020 was an atypical year. To review. In fact, the first in 20 years since I've been doing this officially, uh, that yeah, I, I there wasn't really much to talk about as I was putting together show notes for today. I really had to kind of dig deep and think about what I wanted to talk about because 2020, on record, really truly the worst all around, right? So uh, I'll get into that. Um, it was atypical for sure, it was a huge year. For me personally, though, uh, Brianna lost her first two teeth. Um, Rosanna and I celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary. And for my 40th birthday, I was surprised with the news that we will be adding to our family May 17th. So surprise. Um, yeah, coronavirus got me. Uh, quarantine got us. So <laughs> Now, Brianna's thrilled. She's going to be a big sister here come May. So we're super pumped about that and obviously excited to be adding to our family. Uh, 2020 was weird for a lot of reasons, of course. I had a lot of reschedules, several cancels. Uh, The good news was I was able to pass those clients on to other trusted DJ partners that I've worked with in the past. Uh, Of course, every event this year was unique in its own way thanks to COVID, right? So each event in 2020 had something special about it thanks to COVID. And it wasn't all bad. Of course, we know COVID and Coronavirus, however you want to refer to it, 
COVID-19, right, uh, definitely made every event unique thanks to the state of our planet. So, And all, also about timing, too, right? Because events earlier in the year weren't affected. The events that I had between January and March weren't affected. But, you know, and I'll get into the timeline of things here in just a moment, but everything throughout 2020 was unique and special in its own way. So 2020, for sure, atypical, the most unique year I've ever had on record. So yeah, uh, let's dive right into it. I'll just I'll just tell you as we go back in time. I remember the buzz starting that first week of March about this new flu virus that was infecting people, and I will just candidly let you know that in the first week there, I had an event. Uh, the first weekend of March, it was a uh, it was a retirement party for some repeat clients I've played for. I've done weddings, I've done graduations and housewarmings and sweet sixteens and holiday you know Halloween parties, and the I remember it vividly now, and and I still haven't forgotten about this day because I remember going. It was a Sunday afternoon. It was a simple play for a couple hours, do your thing, and you know take off. And so I remember getting to the venue. It was on the east side. I remember getting to the venue and pulling up to the venue. All of a sudden, I just didn't feel good. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. I pull up. My heart starts racing. I'm like, this is not right. So, of course, the Apple Watch is telling me, yeah, you know, your heart rate's a little fast, which is not unusual when I start unloading for an event and start moving around a little bit quicker. So I remember I, I got in. I loaded in. And... Oh, probably about 30 minutes go by, and the um, the client, who's actually it was his father's retirement party, so I remember having a conversation with him, and about oh, halfway through our conversation, I was like, hey, man, i got to step away real quick, use the restroom, no, I'll, I'll be right back. Uh, and sure enough, it started there. I mean, the symptoms started to appear. There was definitely, uh, I was definitely sick to my stomach. And I remember not feeling good all day long. Every 20 minutes or so, I was running to the restroom, and I would, you know, the venue had Verner's, and so I was doing that, and nothing seemed to work, and I just did not feel good at all. I remember the event being over and getting home and coming home and just crashing. I remember the fever came on, the chills came on. Um, I don't think it was food poisoning. I, I can't be sure that it was COVID because, of course, I, I wasn't officially tested, but I'm going to tell you, the irony of the symptoms versus what was going on in the world definitely lead me to believe that something going on had something to do with it. But uh, I definitely remember having the cough for about two weeks. Nothing seemed to really help it much. I was taking cough medicine, but, you know, it would it would take care of it for a little bit, but not really, um, not really do much after that. So, yeah, I, I can't really say for certain that I was affected that way, but for sure I can tell you that starting in March, it was weird. Uh, because like a lot of you, many of you, I'm sure, didn't think uh, anything of this at first. Just like me. You know, I, I experienced that and I thought, well, yeah, maybe it's just this bug going around. You know, it is getting ready to be flu season. So maybe it's something like that. And, you know, here we are. March 11th, I remember getting the email and phone call from Brianna's school to tell us that, um, you know, we're going to go to half days for the rest of the week. So we get into that, you know, the second half of that week. And Brianna's, you know, she's going to half day for the next day. And then Friday, March 13th, school's canceled altogether. So now what do we do? 
And they said, well, it's going to be indefinitely. It might be a week. We don't know. And there's, it was just a lot of unsure feelings going around, right? So as it pertains to me, March 14th, I had a wedding scheduled. So that was a Saturday. March 14th, I had a wedding scheduled at the Detroit Historical Museum. And that whole week, in fact, leading up to there, so we got the email from Brianna's school, and immediately now, for the next few days, I'm concerned for my clients. So I'm now thinking, does this event go off? Do we get to have this wedding for this couple? What are we going to do? It was very surreal, so I can tell you that much. The event itself, the wedding was very surreal. Okay, so again, this is March 14th. The wedding was very surreal. And at, uh, fortunately for me, so the Detroit Historical Museum, I'm a preferred vendor there. I've had a, a very good working relationship with Dantes over there. Um, and they've added me to their preferred vendor list. For that, I am thankful and humbled. And I was concerned and reached out to Dantes, right? So I wanted to make sure we were doing everything right for the couple and for their guests. It was a big deal that I reach out ahead of time to make sure the event was still a go because I was referred to this couple by four other couples I had played for. So three of the couples happened to be in attendance at the wedding. One of the couples wasn't there because she was actually pregnant with their first child. So she wasn't there, understandably, as we didn't know what was going on. And it was weird because these other couples that I knew, it was different because even seeing them, you know, people I knew and trusted. Do we hug? Do we shake? What do we do? Right? So there was this dark cloud looming over this very bright day. I did the ceremony, did the reception. We had the party. People still had fun, but they just didn't know what to do or, or how to do what they would normally do at a wedding. And I remember after that day, Nothing until July 3rd. No in-person event would happen. No other in-person event would happen until July 3rd. So from March 14th to July 3rd, it was just everything's up in the air. I will tell you that I never once felt like I was in danger of anything happening to the business. Okay, So as you're listening to this, I know a lot of other folks out there, there there's been insecurity because... Yeah, Motor City HDJ is my full-time thing. That's what I do. Luckily, I've been, well, I shouldn't say I have, but of course, uh, uh, my money has been managed for me by my uh, wonderful accountant, <laughs> a.k.a. Mrs. Motor City HDJ. So with the unsure nature of the industry, I mean, there were some questions there, of course, from March until July. What are we going to do? Now, luckily, I was still booking events, but there was the unsure nature of do these events actually happen? When can we have the event? How do we have the event? All these other things. So from March until July, nothing. As far as in-person events go, now, I got lucky because my friends of the Michigan chapter of the Alzheimer's Association hosted a first-of-its-kind virtual dance party. More on this later. I'll talk about that. And they, they reached out to me about an event they were doing, so that kept me busy. And, and I was still able to do consultations and things, but quite honestly, most scheduled weddings were rescheduled for 2021 and beyond. 
anybody having an event in 2020 because we didn't know what was going to happen. These weddings were getting pushed out now until 2021. So now dates are coming off the calendar, but the dates are opening it up for other people. And can we reschedule and can I can, you know, move this one to next year and then open up and have this date available? So that happened a couple times. I was able to do that for a couple different clients. And I'll talk about those events because some of those dates that opened up actually opened the door for other clients, uh, you know, with the restrictions and everything else we were dealing with. But the rescheduled weddings for 2021 and beyond, you know, now they're filling up the calendar for next year. And I, I did try to shuffle a few for this year. Uh, I only had to cancel a few, unfortunately. So the good news is I didn't have to cancel a whole lot of business compared to other folks out there. Yes, I did take a hit. Yes, I did cancel enough that it did hit the business personally, but I'm still here. I'm going to talk to you more about that. I'm, I'm really just foreshadowing to uh, uh, a few things, but the business is fine. I'm fine. I did take a hit. It did hurt, and it's okay. I was able to book more business. I was still able to have consultations. Uh, of course, I'll talk about all that, but it definitely, it definitely put me in a place where, especially talking to you, I need to reiterate that my goal always has been, always will be, don't cancel your event. If something comes up, uh, COVID aside, coronavirus aside, if something comes up and you can't have your event on that day, reschedule. If I have that date open, let's, let's do it. I'll move it. No big deal. Okay. From day one, when you decide to do business with me, Motor City HDJ, my goal is to build trust, respect, do it with value, and excellence. Those four things, I've talked about them many times. The Really, the canon that Motor City HDJ revolves around, trust, value, uh, respect, and excellence. So as I move forward with any client, if that date is not available, let's reschedule. Instead of you canceling, if your event has to be canceled for whatever reason, let's reschedule you know, don't, don't cancel completely. I'm always going to be open for you. Now, if we get to a point where that new date isn't available, well, then of course we talk about the things in the agreement, which, you know, uh, the, the legalese as it were, but as far as canceling goes, my first step, always reschedule the event. Don't cancel. So that's important. I need to reiterate that my goal is always, and will always be to reschedule and not cancel as long as I'm not already committed for that day. Now, I will say that I've always tried to be understanding in that regard and, and making sure that I accommodate every single client, every single couple where they're at. And, and I'll be very candid in letting you know that once everything settles back down, I may need to implement additional investment you know, to change the date moving forward. I'm not there yet. I don't think that the business need for me is at that place where I need to start you know, charging additional monies to reschedule, but it's definitely a very real thing for me, right? I don't deal in things you can take off the shelf. You're not walking into a storefront and, oh, this is DJ Package A. Pull it off, ring it up, put it in the bag, walk out. You know, no, my dates are my inventory. So you're taking inventory out of my available inventory. Uh, you know, I may have to do that. I'm I'm thinking about that. I'm not there yet, but we'll have to see. Because what happened this year, no one could have predicted. No one. I mean, I remember that feeling in March. 
going, huh, well, we'll see what happens. And very quickly, oh boy, did I learn very quickly that the feeling I had was going to be one of, oh boy, here we go. So with that in mind, I ended my season October 10th, which is three months earlier than I have in years past. Generally, I'm playing events in my season. We're going to call my season usually sometime around March, April. Usually it's only about two months between you know January and February that I don't have much going on. So my season usually goes from March into April to January and then kind of resets from there. So in a year where I was supposed to have played roughly 60-plus events, I only played 13. Yeah, crazy. In 2020, you heard me right, I only played 13 events. That's not even one event every two weeks. Now, that is taking into account, um, you know, I, I do have some regular yearly events that I do, some functions that I normally do. Uh, you know, as an example, like with the Alzheimer's group, there's a golf outing I've done the last couple years and uh, a few other charity events that I've done with the Alzheimer's group and, you know, uh, uh, various events with them and some other regular um, partners. So, yeah, things have been different for me in Motor City HDJ. 13 events in a year is not a whole lot, and that's a big deal. I will say of all of this, some good things that happened. Um, one of the coolest, one of the biggest things was the amount of time. Now, granted, it was only a total of, well, let me see here. Yeah, it was a total of six days, but the total of six days spent in Traverse City <laughs> over two weekends. Uh, that was pretty cool. So while everybody downstate was in phase three or lower, Traverse City uh, being in phase five for a while helped out two different couples that I had scheduled for, and we were able to move their events up there. In fact, uh, one of them was already scheduled to be up there. Uh, it was the other one, actually, the second one that was scheduled and moved up to Traverse City because the the venue basically said, well, we're not comfortable having an event um, you know, downstate here. Well, of course, while these restrictions are going on. So uh, yeah, that was really cool. And we were able to you know, have those events up in Traverse City. Um, there, it was really even cooler because there was a two-week gap between the weddings. So I was there the first weekend, took a week off, and then back again the second week. So between those two weekends, six days up in Traverse City. And it was nice to take a road trip with the family. So that was cool. Um, I was supposed to be, we, well, I'll just be candid. Rosanna and I were supposed to be in Hawaii in June to celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary, which did not happen. Still bummed about it, but we're moving on. And so that was our little, you know, the, the six days in Traverse City was really our getaway for this year. And that was it. So, you know, uh, yeah, Traverse City, though, for the win. So a huge shout-out to the uh, Brengman Brothers Winery and then Historic Barnes Park as well for stepping in at the 11th hour and helping out these couples. Definitely an honorable mention goes out to the Traverse City Whiskey Company just for existing. <laughs> I might have made a couple stops there uh, on the way home. Amazing stuff there if you've never... Uh, if you've never tried any of their products, it's really, really good. And it's local, and that's the best thing uh, of all. So 
as far as me and Motor City HDJ is concerned, as far as I am concerned, let me just use proper English there, my apologies, uh, the impact that COVID-19 has had on me and my industry is pretty significant for this year. Obviously, all of my consultations went virtual, which, uh, well, I, I will say I did have a couple in the beginning of the year before we moved into uh, avoiding contact, right? Uh, I did have a few in-face, uh, face-to-face consultations earlier, but for the rest of the year, I did take my consultations virtual. So, um, you know, it was really no big change for me because I was already doing that for out-of-town clients. So that's nothing really big there, but I definitely miss my Panera coffee and sitting down face-to-face and chatting with people about their big day. Um, I, I did, as far as the industry is concerned, I did see venues uh, increasing their flexibility and accommodating our clients to uh, handle their capacity and locale. Of course, um, some venues took the party and tented the party before the mandate was in effect. So some of these venues got ahead of everything going on, which was great to see. It's great to see that these in in this industry, too, where we have to be so flexible because things can change at a moment's notice, be it the size of a party or, um, you know, usually location doesn't change, but... Uh, yeah, the size of the party can make everything, and, and um, you know these venues that were thinking outside of the box before they realized that they needed to. Uh, I was really appreciative of those folks, and you know there were other venues that still had the event. Of course, some of them limited their you know dancing to prevent the spread, which is completely understandable. So you know there were a few where I I did just as an example the ceremony and uh, some of the introductions for the reception, but that was it, right? Um, you know, so others, others still, the venue still had the event, but limited to the dancing, limited rather the dancing to prevent the spread. I did see friends of clients and couples open up their homes to have private tented receptions in order to safely host the event, which was awesome. So um, I'm talking about my, my buddy Logan. Of course, I was able to play her wedding and, uh, you know, they had some friends uh, recommend a venue in the 11th hour and open up this venue for her wedding. Of course, the wedding now going from, you know, a hundred and some odd down to half of that size. So it, yeah, it was discouraging to see because, you know, you're cutting the numbers and that's less people to party. But the fact that these places were able to do it and, and to, to host the event safely, that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. So I was really encouraged by that, but to see venues be flexible and accommodating when normally this is an industry that doesn't, you know, sometimes we don't see that a whole lot with uh, with vendors. You know, there's not, you know, this is the way it is. This is the way it's always going to be. Well, had to be flexible this year. So it was really cool to see everybody banding together and coming together to make sure an event was perfect for our clients. And I will tell you that things that changed this year, I mean, I definitely learned that I, I as I am normally very interactive, right? I love to give, I'm, def- I'm a hugger. I like to shake hands. I like that interaction face-to-face because, you know, verbal communication is very, very, uh, and nonverbal communication and uh, being um, face-to-face can definitely help spread a message better than just having to do it through a text message or over the phone. So I definitely like to be face-to-face without a mask on, but I get it. We have to keep those things into account now. 
Um, I, I did notice that I had to tweak that. And, and again, normally liking to hug and, and shake hands will most likely need to change moving forward into 2021. And I understand. I completely understand why I need to do that. Uh, I did find myself spending more time behind the table instead of being out front and fully visible, which is completely understandable as well. And you may see that moving forward into next year. I mean, truly, listen, I'm still the same guy. I'm just taking extra steps to be more cautious and conscious about where we're at in 2020. Now, as I record this on Sunday, December 27th, we only have a few more days left of this year. Literally, the next year is starting at the end of the week. So as I review 2020, I'm looking looking ahead. Now, nothing is going, it's not a magical, just like a light switch and everything flips back to normal on January 1st. I would love that to happen because quite frankly, Man, 2020 truly is the year that was, right? So, I'd love to go back to I'd love to go back to that normal, but it won't happen. It's going to take us some time to get there. Uh 2020 was also very fruitful because I you know, I had to get creative about keeping busy. Like I had to continue honing my craft, and one way that I was really excited about that, I kind of alluded to this earlier, is the virtual dance party. I know I mentioned that um this this virtual dance party idea started with a, it was really an idea from the Alzheimer's group that I work with here, the Michigan chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. And they noticed that other parties um, were happening around the country. Other chapters around the country were having virtual dance parties already. And so they got inspired. They reached out to me because of course I'm their guy. And I uh, obviously appreciate that and immediately said, yes, I will be very candid if they're listening. <laughs> I will be candid in, in saying that I said yes without having a plan in place. <laughs> um, there is an issue with copyright infringement and copyright strikes on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and things like that. If you don't own the rights to the music, you cannot broadcast it or play it on the internet. That's how it goes. That's fair. I didn't deal with any sort of fair use or anything. I, I went legit. And... As I've been working with the Alzheimer's group for the last few years now, I jumped on it and said yes before I had the plan because I know that uh, I was able to find the resources, and I did, thanks to a resource called Mixcloud. We were able to pull it off, and it's an awesome resource for DJs because it allows me to play copyrighted music without fear of strikes or infringement. And so what happens is Mixcloud pays the record labels thanks to it being a subscription service. So I pay a fee to use Mixcloud. They take that fee along with the other thousands of DJs using it. They pay the labels, and that's how they're able to allow us to play the music without fear of copyright strike or infringement. So I, I, I'm, I'm really truly thinking about offering this as a service option moving forward. Yeah, I know it's a little impractical to offer a virtual dance party kind of thing or a virtual event, but... That is a it's a great way to host an event safely and virtually and everybody gets to do it together. So I may do that moving forward, but we'll have to see. So, um, yeah, the virtual dance party has been great. I did four of them so far. I did uh, three of them just kind of as a regular, you know, request this and I'll play it kind of thing. And then the most recent one was last week. I did that right before Christmas, uh, did the holiday dance party, and all of them have been well-received. 
hundreds of people watching them, so I'm thankful for that. Thank you for watching The Dance Party. And a quick little plug as well, you can check it out at mixcloud.com slash MotorCityHDJ, mixcloud.com slash MotorCityHDJ, and you can become a select member for just $3 a month. Actually, it's $2.99 if you want to get technical. If you want to become a select member, you'll have access to all of past Dance Party shows, in the archive, and I will even have special mixes and other things available to select members as part of the service. So if you are, um, if you're curious about that, you can listen to the, the dance parties. They've all been archived already, along with some other mixes I've done at mixcloud.com slash MotorCityHDJ. Would love to have you check that out. So it's been a good year. It's been an unusual year, and... Uh, moving forward for 2021, I'm hopeful, and I am an eternal optimist, so excuse me for that, but I'm hopeful that we'll get back to some sense of normal in 2021. And events will probably look different, but the energy will be the same. I am the same guy, I promise you. Uh, as we move into 2021, the way that I do things for next year may change slightly. As far as my interaction with people, I've already touched on that, the interaction with people and, and how we host the event safely. But rest assured, I'm your guy. And if you know of anyone, always send them to MotorCityHDJ.com, uh, the Facebook page. You can send me a message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. Follow those channels if you're not already there. That would be super helpful. But... I did want to end this episode of the podcast today finishing with um, just sharing some thoughts that I sent in an email to all of my clients uh, about a week ago, and this was something I sent to them uh, for the folks for 2021, something I sent to them just to let them know that I am still here. So I want to read this to you as we wrap up today. Um, uh, yeah, so here's how it goes. So there's no way around it, so I'll just say it. It's been a horrible year. To suggest that 2020 has been a roller coaster is a huge understatement. No one could have predicted that our world would literally and figuratively be flipped upside down over these last nine months. You may be reading this and had to reschedule your event due to safety precautions. Maybe you booked your event out far enough with the hopes that this pandemic would be controlled by then. Either way, I'm here for you. In the spirit of full transparency, 2020 was the worst year ever for me in Motor City HDJ in what was poised to be my best year on the books with almost 70 events i was able to only play 13 safely several events were understandably rescheduled and unfortunately a few were canceled but that's okay i'm stronger for it and rest assured i'm not going anywhere i've been doing this long enough to see through the best years and the not so great years since i started this company one thing has remained i always find a way for my amazing clients so as we move into 2021, hopefully refreshed and no longer afraid of COVID, I want you to know that I am here for you, all caps. Despite the unsure nature of this industry and the challenges social distancing may bring, I'm not going anywhere. If you need to get creative to have your event, I'm in. If you need me to play remotely for you because the venue doesn't want me there, I'm in. If we need to have your event in a tent in the middle of a field, I'm in. I have been working diligently with venues and other vendor partners around Metro Detroit to come up with ways for us to have your party in case we're in a similar spot by the time your event comes around next year and beyond. Just know that I will continue to be flexible because it's my nature 
and do the things you need me to in order to host your events safely while having as much fun as possible. We've got a few days left in this year. I hope every single one of them gives you an opportunity to spend time with those you love safely and reflect on how much stronger we all are because of the challenges we faced this year. If you have questions about your event, please reach out to me anytime. I want you to know that my number one priority is you, my client. I told you I was a 24-7 type guy, and I sincerely mean that. I've missed hearing from you. I know we haven't had much to talk about lately, but I love to hear how you're doing. I wish you an amazing holiday season and a very happy new year, and thank you for choosing me. I can't wait to party with you. Until next time, Motor City, take care of yourself, mask up, be kind, and just love each other. Thank you so much for listening to the Motor City HDJ podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, make sure to do that for me. Please leave a review. Let me know how you think I'm doing. And for goodness sake, let's just have a much better 2021. Happy New Year, and I'll see you on the other side. 